All right, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Paul here with you again. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Um, we are um, we're just ecstatic right now. It's uh, we're having the time of our life. We're just roundabout as we record this, six weeks away from um, seven, maybe seven weeks away from PPM live, um, which we are. Um, well, everything, everything in this office is about the big event, and it's so cool to see so many of you. Uh, booking your tickets and getting in touch and asking for more tickets to bring your staff and asking if uh, husbands and wives and brothers and sisters and uh, people like that can come to the event. Um, now that we've announced Marcus, um, things have, have really hotted up in the office. Um, I said to you before, and by the way, this whole episode is about Marcus and I've got some great footage um, from him uh, for you um, to listen to just to get you warmed up. Marcus... Um, it's coming up in a minute. Um, some old footage from Marcus. We found um, a session on uh, financial knowledge. He's talking about marketing, personal life, kind of balance, being vulnerable. What I absolutely love about Marcus, um, um, he, he can he can do both things. In fact, give, give me a minute. I'm going to get into it. Um, head over to ppmlive23.com. Get your seats booked. That's where the main event is. I'm right now in the middle of putting the agenda together. That's the next thing to kind of confirm how the entire four days will look, session after session. Um, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of one. I'm going to do a session on the Sunday called How to Build Real Strength into Your PT Business so that it doesn't put more pressure, work, and hassle on your shoulders as it grows. It's becoming more apparent to me that people are building businesses, but they're doing it the hard way. They're doing it like... Brute force, as one of my business coaches would call it, that you do all the work and you build the team, you build the staff, and you, you're kind of just responsible for everything. And you make some money, but everything's on your shoulders and it doesn't have the strength to keep growing because it relies upon your strength. So I'm going to do a very uh, unique session on um, what I think it takes to build real strength into your business so that it doesn't put more pressure, work, and hassle on your shoulders as it grows. I'll reveal a bit more about the agenda further down the line, but again, just gives you a little bit of an insight. The, the, Content is different. It's not your usual kind of happy, clappy, crap trap kind of stuff that often goes on at seminars. It's real uh, insights. I'm a student of business. I love business. And um, I, I'm literally in the middle of a back-to-back, -back, almost two weeks of my life gets taken up running what's called the CEO sessions where I work with 12, business, uh, 12 businesses in four different groups across two weeks. And I literally sit with them for 12 hours a day sometimes um, here in Orlando they come in from all over the world and we look at their business and we figure out what's going wrong and where the issues are and where the problems are and what they need to do to grow it and continue to grow it. And often I, I kind of take things out of these sessions. I'm like, that's a really good. That could be a really good session on stage for PPM. Um, and that is what happened over the last few days. I um, had more than one business that, that kind of lacked real leadership and real strength from within. And um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to turn that into a keynote and it will be, on the Sunday of PPM Live. So how to build strength into your business so it doesn't put more pressure, work, and hassle on your shoulders as it grows is going to be one of the sessions. Um, I think there'll be 25 plus sessions across the course of the weekend like that. So um, get your seats booked anyway. And they're still, I think we're 82, 83% booked at this point. Uh, book your seats, ppmlive23.com. Marcus is coming up. And what I want you to know about Marcus... Obviously, he's the headline speaker. We've also got Greg Crabtree and Anil Gupta. Marcus, I've seen him, I think, at least four times now. Uh, somebody tagged me on Facebook recently who, uh, when he announced Marcus, said, I remember seeing him at um, uh, Icon, Infusionsoft's big event that they used to have back in the day over in Phoenix. I used to go every year. I used to fly from England to Phoenix every year to, to go to Icon. 
Um, I actually won one of the awards one year. Um, I think it was 2017, which was really cool. And Marcus was the speaker that year. And somebody tagged me, Brett tagged me in it, and he said, um, I saw him live at Icon. I said, that was the first time I saw him. And that introduced me to his TV show, The Prophet. And I just got addicted to it. And every time I came across to America, I'd watch the show. And it was kind of like this kind of crazy fanboy thing of I'm going to America next week. you know. But I'm, I get to watch The Prophet because I couldn't find it in England um, before I lived here. So I've seen him now four times at least. And every single time I've seen him, he does a different seminar. He does a different talk. And that's what I love about him. It's not canned. It's not like some speakers, you know, you, you've kind of seen them once. You've seen them on YouTube and you've seen them and that's it. Marcus is not that guy. He's very authentic. He's very really. It's quite cool. He sometimes comes in from the back and it's like you don't really know where he is and all of a sudden he's there next to you in the audience. And it's quite like, it's just really cool the way he does it. Um, and as a side point, um, I announced him on my Instagram and, and um, tagged him in it and he was the first to respond he tagged me back followed me back and was the first to like my post now i've i'm secretly believing and hoping that it's not his 21 year old intern social media assistant that's following me i do want to believe that it's marcus lamonis that follows me and um, likes my posts these days but we don't know i'm, I'm living in hope and um, i won't have it said any other way that it's anybody except marcus so that's my backstory with Marcus. I've just followed him for years. Uh, he's been a TV idol, if you like. And I think I said it before, anytime I'm in a challenging business, I always think, what would Marcus do? I just love his humility, love his humbleness. I've got friends who know him, hired him, and kind of got to go to his house and speak to him and you know, hung out with him and stuff. And they just say he's the coolest guy. And bizarrely, I was at a conference last year. I was at the ClickFunnels conference here in Orlando. He spoke there as well. And I was sat next to somebody in the audience and I said, what do you do? He said, um, he said I work for Marcus I said oh wow because I thought he'd be there to kind of you know learn about his online business and all these things and he said no no I, I um, I'm one of the directors of a camping world in Boston so camping world is one of the um, businesses that Marcus owns you've probably seen them across the US if you haven't Google it billion dollar company loads of them here in Florida certainly very big in the south anyway this guy worked for him in Boston I said do you speak to him he said, yeah, I speak to him every Monday. He said he gets all of the sales directors, all of you know, all the managing directors on a call, and he and he talks to us on the you know the Monday meeting. I said, oh, I do one of them. I said, I do a Monday meeting. He said, yeah, Marcus gets on every week. I said, what's he like? I said, is he exactly like he is? He said, he's the same. He said, he's better. He said, he's the most genuine, humble guy that you'll ever meet. Um, he always asks how we are and wants to know what we're up to and gives us a little bit of advice and you know, he doesn't shout. He doesn't kind of railroad anybody. He's a very human um uh, so he brings a humanistic approach to business is what he said um, and just guides people and points people in the right direction I said I love that and I said uh, like he's one of my TV idols right you know an idol of mine and I said so nice when you hear good things like that from people that really know him and you know get to work with him and he said yeah he's the, he's the real deal he said I'm, I'm here to, to watch him he said I just love love seeing him and you know love being part of this and he said I, he told me he was speaking and kind of said come down so I did so um, everywhere I look and everyone I speak to about Marcus I hear good things and kind of confirms everything that I hope and you know wish and believe to be true about him so to say that I'm excited is an understatement the the story my backstory with him is um is fun and I can't wait for my kids to meet him and get a picture with him and all that type of stuff so it's going to be fun and I wish the same for you I hope you come you're going to be able to listen to Marcus. Of course, you can get on YouTube and, you know, you can pick up stuff, but there's nothing better than being in a room, genuinely listening and paying attention to somebody like this. I'm going to be able to interview him at the end 
uh, my first question will be obviously if you ran a physio business what would you do how would you run it what decisions would you make um, what would you be in network would you be cash where do you think the future of these types of businesses headed you know he'll have his investments in many different types of businesses health and fitness i'm assuming so he's going to give us some great instincts and sorry insights into the business um that that you run so i, I generally hope you come and in this next uh segment marcus is going to talk about being vulnerable um financial knowledge the importance of it marketing obviously he's a big advocate of marketing and finance and and really personal life balance now, I described Marcus in the last podcast as a cross between Tony Robbins and Kevin O'Leary. Kevin's very commercial, financial. We had Kevin speak. He's very straight. He's up and down. So he's straight to the point, talks about marketing, talks about sales, wants his numbers, wants to make money, and he's out the door. Now, Tony Robbins, very much about the personal side of life and your beliefs and your, your blocks and your emotions and your you know patterns and the demons in your past and all that type of stuff. Marcus is the perfect mix between the two and that's why I love him so much because he he acknowledges that a business owner has a deep dark past and if we don't face up to that and he acknowledges that we've got emotional problems and issues with kids and wives and husbands and families and parents and if we don't get them kind of boxed off this commercial stuff's kind of irrelevant but equally we can't just box off the parent stuff and the demons in the past we have to have the commercial stuff otherwise kind of we're, you know we're, we've got all this potential and we're not going to achieve it so that's that's the beauty of bringing Marcus to the stage um, for you at PPM Live. So for the rest of the show, um, we've picked together some some pretty cool segments for you to listen to. This is to warm you up, um, get you excited, uh, give you a little insight if you're new to Marcus, give you a bit of a um, kind of introduction to him, um, and hopefully entice you enough to come and see him in uh, in person live on stage at a physical therapy conference. I hope you know what that the significance of that like we're bringing these guys to your like your stage your profession this is not like some big gary v conference or some chris like grant cardone or um you know some big even industry like you know huge thing that you might go to this is like 300 people here right that's that's a decent number of people but like it's not so big that you're going to be lost right you, you'll only be a few like rows back and you like you're almost there that's not normal like we're bringing these guys to your event your industry your profession like you can almost touch these guys and be inspired by them and if you believe in anything like that like i do this is the reason i'm doing it it's um it's to to, to get you to be close to these guys and, and to hopefully grab a selfie with them on the way out or ask him a question whatever it will be specific to you in your business 300 is a nice number to have in a room right that's a great number um it's not too big it's not too small you're close enough that you're going to be able to be within touching distance of these guys um but not too big that you you know that you're lost and you can't um you can't talk to people and you feel like you're just a number in a room so i hope i hope we've got it right for you anyway right without further ado um he's marcus lamonis you can follow him at marcus lamonis check him out on instagram and on facebook obviously youtube as well and check out his new tv show um it was the prophet that ran for about eight seasons it's now called the fixer it's on cnbc um in the u.s prime time i think it's eight uh ten o'clock eastern i think it is anyway uh turn him up nice and loud enjoy the show book your tickets ppmlive23.com ppmlive23.com if you've got questions email us paul at paulgoff.com and the question obviously is are you bringing staff yes i'm literally preparing three sessions perfect for your staff across the weekend um and most importantly you're just together for the weekend and kind of inspire each other and get everybody brought into your vision of what you want them to do for you and how you want them to do it all right enjoy marcus
As small business owners, we also have to be mindful that vulnerability, and what I mean by that is transparency and vulnerability are the key to unlocking the customer. The closer we are to that customer, the closer our relationship is with them, the more we share with them about the, the successes and the failures of our business, the more people want to rally around us. People don't want to rally around know-it-alls. And they don't want to rally around show-offs. They want to rally around people they can relate to. By the way, I'm not telling you that that's so unique to business. As human beings, that's how we function. We want to hang out with people that we feel we're equal to, which means we all make mistakes. I make them every day. We all have failures. I've had plenty of them. It's what we learn from those failures that matter. What is the best way for a business in its infancy to build credibility and trust? It's to get a referral program and a validation program and a third-party endorsement program from your customers. Testimonials through social media, through whatever source you can, even your own social media pages using technology, or letters of recommendation, or pictures with them in your business are the best way to gain credibility because ultimately people will buy from, other, people will buy from you if they know that other people have had a good experience. Everybody in the room knows when we go to a restaurant, we're with our, our date or our significant other and we're getting ready to go out to eat, they recommend a restaurant, what do most of us do? We go on to Yelp and we look at how other people rate our business. Oh, they said the service was slow. Oh, somebody said the food was cold. What do we do? Typically, we don't go. So a business in its infancy has very few chances to make that impression. We have to be aware of the experience, we have to solve the problem, and we have to create an army of people who, in my opinion, are going to be your ambassadors. None of us in the room, other than T-Mobile and Disney and other big companies, can afford right out of the gates to have a business and advertise in Times Square. It's expensive. So we have to think about what our version of Times Square is. It could be a small town where you're uh, activating with your local community, doing engagement. It could be social media that you're doing videos and experiential things. But we have to create our own Times Square and build an army of ambassadors. If the referrals are bad or the testimonials are bad, I, I don't know how long you'll be around. Every day you wake up, you should be thinking about changing. There's been a lot of successful brands in the history of our country. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them don't exist anymore because they got rooted in a business philosophy and in a process that didn't evolve before the customer evolved, that didn't evolve before the new company evolved. If you're in the technology business, then it's every five minutes. If you're in the services or retail business, it's literally every day. You have to assume that your competitor is always in front of you and that the way you deliver your service or product or the way you deliver um, your messaging has to constantly evolve because with, with information today and consumers' ability to get information from so many different places, they're bombarded with stuff and their ideas are spinning in their head and if you're not spinning with them, you're gonna be left behind. So my response is you don't wait till you fail or lose money or run out of money in your bank account, you should do it while things are good. I have a, a philosophy that has gotten me in a lot of trouble. Um, so I'll share that philosophy. I actually believe that the employee is more important than the customer. 
I know. <laughs> I, I heard y'all make that face. That doesn't mean I don't love my customers, but I love my employees more. Because ultimately, they live and they breathe and they die and they sweat for the business. And yes, if an employee makes a mistake, we need to reprimand that situation, deal with it, make apologies. Uh, but if the customer is harassing my employee or abusing my employee or taking advantage of the business, I'm not going to tolerate it. It's not like I'm going to let my team member get, you know, run all over the street so that I could tell the customer they're number one. However, here's the real philosophy behind it. If you love your employees, and I mean really love, and you give them the tools and the resources to be successful, and you empower them to the best of your ability to be dynamic with the customer, then the customer, by definition, the customer experience will be better. If you suppress your team members and they don't feel appreciated and morale is bad and they feel like garbage, no matter how wonderful you have as a, as a customer philosophy, the customer experience is going to be poor. That is the only reason that I rank the employee above the customer. Not because the customer doesn't matter, but because if I take care of the employees, they'll help me take care of the customers. And yeah, there's going to be employees that don't do that. And then they're not going to be employees anymore. They're going to be working from home. It's the reality of it, right? But we never want our employees to feel like they're going to be less important than the dollar. They know when they mess up, and sometimes they have to do the apologizing. If you're going to be a business owner, you have to accept the fact that your life is going to be very different. And business owners have literally everything at stake. You have everything at stake, right? And it's, it's tough. If you choose to be a business owner, it is a very different world. You make sacrifices. And you miss out on certain things. And I think you have to really be comfortable with that. If you're not comfortable having a different life and giving 100% of your time, unfortunately, to all of those people, then it may not be the thing for you. For me, I made the choice years ago to, that that was going to be my purpose. I was going to commit myself to really being invested in people. It, it's a tough balance for me because I give up other things, and that's not something that's a bad thing. I don't, I'm not looking for any pity over it, but I think people need to understand that I'm not a huge believer, and I need to work on it. I'm not a huge believer that as a business owner, you can perfect the work-life balance. I just don't know how it's possible. Because at 3 in the morning, when you get a call that your building's burning down, or that a job went bad, or an employee, there's an employee issue, it just happens. When you can't make payroll on Friday, on Thursday night, you're not out at the movies. You're just not. But your employees are. And um, I think that's just the, the choice you have to make. If you, are, um, it's just, if you become a professional athlete, you live a certain lifestyle. If you become a priest, you live a certain lifestyle. If you become a small business owner, you live a certain lifestyle. So I don't have the answer for like, I don't have a secret. It's, it's tough. So there is this amazing uh, machine called the Google machine. Um, and I, we laugh about it. But if you think about it, when most of us were educated, we literally had a textbook, right, that we would get at school. And we would put it in our backpack. And we had to learn basic things there. If we didn't do well, we would get a tutor. If we didn't, the tutor didn't work out, our mothers would park us in the library for a week. That was the way we learned. 
in today's day and age, whether you are a child or whether you're an adult, the internet is a very powerful place and, more importantly, a very private place to learn. I think a lot of us are slightly embarrassed to admit that we don't know certain definitions. We don't know the difference between a debit and a credit. It's counterintuitive. We don't know what a balance sheet is. We don't know how to manage our cash flow. We don't even know what that means. Rather than being embarrassed about it, and if you're uncomfortable raising your hand, you can go on to the internet and literally type in, please explain what a balance sheet is. There are a number of courses, and every day that you have a question, either ask somebody and be comfortable with not knowing the answer, or write it down in a piece of paper, and at night, go study it. Be good once a day to go online and find some financial term that you don't know um, that will help you. And the internet really gives you that ability to do that. If you want to take it a step further, there are uh, online courses that you can take, um, even on your phone. You can literally go onto your phone or your tablet um, and take a lot of different classes. For the, so those of you that commute by train or ride the bus, or, or um, have a job that gives you some breaks, what a great chance to learn. And then once in a while while you're at a party, a very boring party like I would go to, you could bust out some of your knowledge. Right, like did you know what a balance sheet was? Let me explain it to you. <laughs> I really want small businesses to focus all of their marketing on calls to action in the early stages of things. I think branding's important, but I think there's creative ways to do it. I would rather, take those branding dollars and drive in-store activation or in-service activation. I like things that are going to get people to raise their hand and buy the service or buy the product or engage with my company. So my form of marketing, I still like good old-fashioned direct mail. Believe it or not, that's me because it does bring a call to action. I like really active social media that involves behind-the-scenes looks into the business. So if you own whatever it may be, uh, you own a party planning business, I would take little video clips with permission from the party thrower uh, and showing people how it works. If you own a giant cell company, I would take people in the back to meet Ivan the manager. Ivan, Hi. say hello. <laughs> because ultimately the people and what happens behind the scenes engages people and brings them closer to your business. Do you not think there's a higher chance of someone paying attention to your direct mail flyer if there's a remotely famous, let's say, um, NBA player on the front? Potentially. I mean, I think it really depends on the product. I think the product or service that you're offering and the endorsement that you're connecting them to have to be relevant. Here's a good example. If I owned a local um, physical therapy or, or rehab center, then yes, having a professional athlete would make sense to me. If I owned a cigar bar, then maybe having a professional athlete would make sense to me. If I owned a flower shop, maybe not so much. So it would really matter to me what the business was and how I was going to bring that recognizable image. There's a plus and minus to, in my mind, to bringing celebrity endorsements into products. One, that person has to add value to the business and has to really use the product, be familiar with it, be engaged in it. And people have to really see that. Two, it has to be obvious to the consumer why there's a connection. Typically, what I see a lot is professional athletes and automobile dealerships. Is that a common, common one? It's 
it's to me that doesn't make me want to buy the car there. What makes me want to buy the car is, am I getting a good monthly payment? Am I getting a good deal? The, the endorsement may separate me from everybody else, but it doesn't give me the ability, it doesn't um, take away my requirement to do the basic fundamentals. So I could see endorsements as a top layer on the cake after the meat of the cake is ready. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you can benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.